0: Welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show, that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life. With the man who's done it for many. Our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone.
1: I'm your host, Tyrone French. Um, First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and if you value this content go to closingthewealthgap.net hit that follow button also go to tyronefrench.coach and check out our wealth club um all the contact information is right there at that website uh, at any time you can hit service your uh, drop down menu will come you'll find articles calculators but again we want you to just you know continue to, to tune in and support this this uh this content if you like what we 're doing now I got my my announcer and good friend Paul Roberts out there uh, Paul. can you chime in buddy
0: uh, let me tune in the see if i 'm on the same frequency i'm always i 'm always slightly off frequency from you i I got to get tuned in i got to really uh, get on the same wavelength that you 're at here because you 're always predicting things one. And you're always finding another way to look at things that I thought have been looked at in 100 million ways. And that's today's topic, the financial consequences, unforeseen financial consequences of COVID. I didn't think there were any.
1: You know, here's the thing. And I get a lot of feedback from my clients, and that's where a lot of the ideas from the show comes from. Um, I wish I could say I was just Bengali. Uh, (laughs) I had all these original thoughts. I think you are. But, it, but it's just, it's feedback from people that are living this stuff every single day. And one of the topics that we, you know, that came up was COVID. Yeah. And the unforeseen, um, you know.
0: Financial uh, consequences. The, the
1: final consequences, the, um, you know, the residual effect, uh, you know, cause and effect of what's going on with, with COVID. And what I had to do was, I said, well, you know, I, let me take a look at the numbers and and see, if the concern is actually factual and Paul it blew me away wow. when i saw these numbers when i realized what was what was going on and so the the it's a direct correlation between covid-19 deaths and probate I and never... the probate, probate probate cases are are increasing rapidly because of covid
0: people died didn't have a will weren't expecting to die and COVID came, killed them, and all of a sudden probate courts backed up.
1: Here's the deal. Out of the, is 97 million people in the United States came down with COVID.
0: Wow, that many? That's like one out of three almost.
1: One out of three, a third of, yeah, one-third yeah. of the U.S. population came down with COVID. There was a million deaths, one million deaths. Wow. Uh, and th- again, these numbers came from the CDD, from, from the CDC. Right. And the date on this is November 3rd, 2022. So this is recent from the CDC. And again, you don't have to take my word for it. Just go right to their website. You can pull this up. But the hospitalizations, um, well, current hospitalization is 20,000 or close to 21,000. And the bottom line is the new cases are two hundred. And seventy three thousand new COVID deaths. But Tyrone, everybody wants
0: States. to think it's over. We've taken the masks off. Joe Biden even sort of said it's over. Everybody, it's over. We won. And so yet- the
1: residual effect is you're going to have more probate cases. Yeah. And so what do we, what do I mean by probate? Well, guess what? There's a there was an article that came out in uh, Investopedia. And I'm going to give the author, I'm going to name her and give her credit for this article. Her name is Julia Keegan, and the article was written uh, March the 14th, 2022. And a lot of people don't know what probate is, so I'm just going to just go ahead and define it for you. Uh, Reading from this article, it says probate, a legal process that occurs when a person dies that involves the validation or administration of their will. A lot of people in the United States. Matter of fact, the number is sixty percent of the people in the United States don't even have a will. So, can, in, I, can I be ugly and,
0: and admit that sit, I don't? I don't have if a you're will. You're
1: in a room. If you're standing in a room, and there's ten people in that room. Six people out of ten don't even have a will. I'm one of them. So that's what stupid. Happens?
0: That's stupid. But I don't have. I just. I always think, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those days. That's way off. I'm not going to die for a hundred years. I'm a baby boomer. I'm in the Peter Pan generation. I'm going to live forever.
1: Yeah. And here's, there's a secret Paul to the 5% of the population that, and I'm talking about as far as people have wealth. And we we talked about this frequency. We talked about this mindset, but the one thing that all the the top 5% have in common is that they're always thinking about their future self.
0: Yeah. That's true,
1: and I know that sounds. I know that sounds really simple. I know it sounds like something that you, you know would just, just, you know, you just. That sounds silly, but it's so important to long-term help. You should live your life like you're gonna die tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we, we, live your
1: life like you're gonna die tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Yeah, but you want to plan your life as though you're gonna live forever.
0: And so say, you have to Say that speak. again. You live for today, but you plan live for tomorrow. Live
1: your life, live today as though you're going to die tomorrow. Yeah. Because tomorrow is not promised to us. So yeah. enjoy. Be happy. Forget about all the, the hate. Forget about all of the, this person did me wrong. Forget about all the animosity and all that. Because again, when you're laying down on that gurney or on the pavement, none of that stuff is going to matter. No. So live your life today as though you're going to die tomorrow. But plan your life as though you're going to live forever. Because I can guarantee you Tyrone French, the 21 year old Tyrone French wasn't thinking about the 59 year old Tyrone French.
0: No, not at all.
1: And had Ty- had the, at the 21 year old Tyrone French been thinking about the 59 year old Tyrone French, when the information had come to me, it would have had a greater impact. Who's thinking about retirement when they're in their twenties?
0: who's thinking about insurance in your 20 I remember I sold insurance for about six months and somebody said well why don't you get one of these I thought that's not gonna I don't need this I'm not married I don't have any kids I'm 21 forget it
1: but here's the thing a lot of people were fed just based even based on retirement a lot of people say well you know what you need to put X amount of dollars aside for your retirement mm-hmm. and again whether you're talking about a 401k IRA or whatever um yeah, some people will do that. But but again, some people, again, that's not really thinking about their future self will opt out of it and think that, you know what, uh, I'll deal with that later. It's not it's not a priority right now. I want this immediate gratification. You know, I want whether it's the car or the clothes or uh, the travel. Right.
0: The you house, know, uh, looking
1: right. a certain way, acting. a certain. you know, I want that immediate gratification right now. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, you look up and. You're 50.
0: You're 60. You're telling my life story. You're telling my life story. I can't be the only one. We're the aging baby boomers. We're always living in the moment, live for today, and too little. We think about tomorrow now and then. Now we might plan for our kids' future, I think, better than our own future sometimes. I think we save and predict for them more than we do for us. Um, Not everybody, clearly. There are lots of people. You're one of them. That's why you're the coach. That's why I'm the student. We continually um, uh, need reinforcement to keep our eye on the prize and the goal because it, you get caught up in the day-to-day and paycheck-to-paycheck and moment-to-moment and tomorrows, as far as I can see.
1: You know, and again, that's the, that's the narrative of, of again, uh, six out of ten people that don't have a will. That's a narrative of a lot of people that don't have life insurance. That's a narrative of a lot of people uh, that think now they're too old to set something aside for retirement. So they're they're just thinking, well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to work until I fall over because I don't have the the assets or the resources to to retire. But this show closing the wealth gap is about solutions and, and it's about getting people into activity and letting people know that it's not it's never too late.
0: That's the message I need late. to hear and we all need to hear because I'm older. I'm a, I am got a few years on you even here and I'm like, yeah, it's too late. I should have, I could have, but I didn't. And then it's like, I, I'll tell you the amazing thing. Somebody once told me, I asked somebody on another show, how much does it take to retire? And of course they give you the standard answer, what's your lifestyle and blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, cut all that aside. What? Give me a formula. And they said, well, let me ask you one question, and I'll tell you the formula. How long are you going to live? I said, I don't know. My parents lived into the 90s. Maybe I'll live into my 90s. And I thought to myself, that's good news and bad news. The good news is I'm going to be 90. The bad, the bad news, news is I'm going to be 90. The hell exactly. am I going to do? I, I, 30, if I stopped working at 65, I'm going to go for 30 years, 25 years. Wow. That's a sobering thought. And when my dad's generation who my dad left this planet about 10 years ago, but when he died, um, he never thought my dad died at uh, 92 or three. I remember Mm -hmm. when he was born in 1920. I remember when he hit the year 2000, he turned 80. This was the grand prize. It, uh, his wildest dreams, he never thought he'd live because nobody lived to be 80. So he hadn't right. planned to be 80. He didn't have the finances in place and stuff to be 80. Right.
1: And you know what? But again, what we do, we, we on this show, we take away the myth. Yes. We take it, we, we just go right down to the bare minimum. And I'm telling people, a lot of the plans that a lot of these salespeople, because again, when you're talking about a lot of your brokers, uh, real estate, whomever, stockbrokers, uh, insurance brokers, these are salespeople.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And it's something that we don't like talking about, but they're salespeople. And a lot of times, they're either working for a commission or they're working for a salary. Right. And, you know, for me, my whole mantra was just like uh, uh, the Hippocratic oath the doctors take, do no harm. Right. I don't want to lose people money. That's, that's something that... You know, I, why I could I could never see myself sitting across a table from somebody that's you're dealing with their life savings their retirement their their peace of mind and all of a sudden they lose 30 40 percent of their value uh, right before they get ready to retire And you say well you know what just you know stick out stick it out for the long term you know just the worst thing that you can do is pull out now keep going and that's the same thing that they were preaching at Lehman Brothers before they shut the doors. right
0: up to the day they shut the doors down yeah exactly.
1: So, again, a lot of this stuff, people know that this stuff doesn't work. So, going back to that narrative as far as the formula, Paul, nobody on this planet can tell you how much money you need to retire. No one can tell you that. And I know that's that's hard to hear. Yeah. I know that's hard to hear, but I got 30 years in this industry, 30 years. And just like somebody, you know, trying to pick stocks. Yeah. Warren Buffett will tell you that there's there's, there's no spin on that. You're gonna you there's winners and there's losers. Hopefully, you know, you got a balance to whereas it you know you got so many losers and so many winners to where it balances out. But the, the, I don't care. You can throw a dart. You can pick put a bunch of stock listings on your wall and throw a dart at it and pick something and just invest and, and get it the long, stay in it for the long term. And your your return is probably gonna be 10% in a 15 year. That's just how it works. And don't Again, don't take my word for it. Look at, the, look at the averages. The numbers are right there. So what I'm telling you is that nobody can tell you that dollar amount, whether it's 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, based on how much money you need to set aside for retirement Because they honestly don't know what that number does. What 1 million, 2 million, 5 million does is allow that investment firm to take that money. And now it's an asset under management and they're going to charge you a fee. Right. So whether let's say your fee is 4% of a million, that's a lot of money.
0: Every month they get it. Well, one of the things. Whether
1: whether your investment increases or decreases. Yeah. They're still going to get that fee.
0: Win, lose, or draw. So let's go back to COVID, and I'm I'm curious what other things you found out about COVID. So probates up. People weren't ready for to die. They weren't expecting to die, and they didn't have a will. And now that now they have to go. Because in other words, if you died, somebody died tomorrow, and their children, their heirs, their brother, their cousin, whoever it is that's next in line to get that, can't just show up at the bank and say, "That's mine." There have to be uh, has to be either on the account or a trust. Talk about trusts and stuff too. How many people do trust? Well,
1: again and again, right now we're on the same wavelength because you read my mind. Yeah. But now, what probate does is validates or, or, or as far as a will, it authenticates the will. Right. If you die with a will, meaning that, and again, I am not an attorney. I would recommend we, we provide totally. this show for informational and educational purpose purposes, but get in touch with your attorney for the attorney that that in your state and ask your attorney about probate the, the pros and the cons uh familiarize yourself with the terms and the worst thing that you can do i mean every financial uh, book that i've ever read about estate planning uh, has always advised people if you're going to get a will if you're going to do a will don't draft it yourself yeah get an attorney that's licensed in your state to draft your will because one word out of place can invalidate your will. There you one go. sentence can invalidate it.
0: But the key that people don't understand, and I've been through this a couple of times uh, with mom, dad, aunt who we talked about is it takes a while to go get that access to the checking account, to get that house in your name, get that car into your name. All these things don't just happen. You don't just show up. Now there are ways around it. A trust is one. You maybe are on the bank account, so maybe there's some other things that you can do. But if you if you just walk in and Uncle Joe's gone, and Uncle Joe says I'm leaving you ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars or my favorite old car, you can't just go get it.
1: Here's a, here's you can't register
0: it. You can't get here, to the here. bank.
1: And again, this is this is again this is the correlation between what COVID did and all these COVID deaths. Yes. We can talk as far as the bank account. You can you can have just like uh, joint ownership with property, right? Okay, um, there's certain limits. Like in California, if your estate is under 184 thousand uh, dollars, you can bypass the probate process. I didn't know an, that. With a probate affidavit,
0: didn't know that. You
1: can do that. Uh, w- even with the bank accounts, what you want to do is make sure that your beneficiary on that bank account
0: yes and, and that's you what
1: also have assets that actually bypasses probate like uh, your ira because it, it the reason that it does this is because you have a named beneficiary right so your ira is going to have a named beneficiary your life insurance is going to have a named beneficiary your 401k is going to have a named beneficiary so just like at the bank you can be named some people husband and wives they don't like uh, having a joint account they want to right. have a separate account but at the very minimum, you need to make sure that you're a beneficiary on that account. Right. Now again, when we're talking about probate, these are minor things. What we're talking about, when I talk about probate, especially in California with the real estate prices being what they are, yeah. if the if the minimum is 184,000, well actually it's 184,500, that you can bypass probate, you tell me where you can find a property in California for $184,000. So my point is, in California, if you own property and you pass away, uh, your estate is going to be probated.
0: And then there's attorney's fees. you got to hire attorneys, and that eats up some of it. in time, it might take some—now it's backed up. Maybe it's a year to get through probate or six months or something. Yeah, it's ugly.
1: Well, normally it takes about six months, but it could take longer than that because, again, it depends on the complexity of that estate. What I'm trying to tell people is that if when you have a will, you die, meaning that the, the term is you die testate. When you don't have a will, that sounds you die rude. In that testate. sounds
0: rude. Intestate. Uh, that yeah, sounds like uh... you
1: die intestate. So all that is diff- the, diff- the is just the difference between somebody having a will that's going to be validated, authenticated, and somebody not having a will, and then the court has to decide based on uh, survivorship laws. Uh, who's going to get what and where and when it's a, it, it could be a long process, but it's going to cost the family money. Not free. And these are resources. Again, if you don't have access to certain resources, like you said, sometimes that bank account uh, could be frozen. Um, Where are you going to get the money from?
0: Can't and, sell the again, house. Can't sell the car. Can't get title to it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you got this property. Okay. Again, um, Let's talk about uh, the worst-case scenario. Uh, A single mom Mm. that probably went went through a divorce or or a a, 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 a widowed, uh, never remarried. The kids are grown. Uh, She's staying in the house. She passes away. And she didn't have a trust and she didn't have a will. And that property... And again, we're, let's assume that the property, being hypothetical, is worth maybe $700,000, mm-hmm. $700,000 bucks. And now the, relic- the family decides that they're going to go to court on this because there's no will. So now so- they're fighting over the silverware. They're fighting over the furniture. They're fighting over the jewelry. They're fighting over the watch. So now they go to probate. And now they have an expense, because not only are we talking about the court fees, but we're talking about the attorney fees as well. And we're talking about, let's say if there's four kids, uh, each one of those kids would have to have their own attorney representing them when all that they really had to do was to get a living trust. And bypass that. And how shameful! Because
0: mom had an idea what she wanted to do with all this stuff, but she didn't convey it, and so now it's free for all, and it can tear the family apart and eat up whatever's left.
1: Paul, my, my dad, uh, my dad passed away uh, in uh, 2019.
0: Okay, sorry. And to hear my that. dad
1: was old school, and he did not want to trust. Didn't want one. Didn't want one. But but when my when my when my dad passed away. And uh, a few months, maybe actually about a few, maybe no more than a month after that, uh, my mother told me, OK, it's time to get a trust because I understand exactly what you're saying, because I don't want to leave this mess on my kids and her grandkids. Now, yeah. she, my mother loves her kids. Don't get me wrong. But she adores her grandkids.
0: Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. That's I, I can I can vouch for that. My two grandkids, they're they're amazing. My daughter's great, but my grandkids,
1: poof. So she didn't want to leave that legacy of a mess for her kids and her grandkids because she understands now generational wealth more so. I mean, now more so than any other time.
0: So why are we not brought up to think generationally? Well, now I'm from the Midwest. Um, and many of my relatives are out in the farm countries. I didn't grow up in a farm; but I grew up in the big cities. But a lot of them grew up there, and there they understand it. They've been working the soil for generations in some of these family farms. Uh, they've lived; they planted roots in these small towns, and and there there is a sense of continuity there that I don't think we have. We move around; we're here; we're there and we don't feel that generational. Mom lives there, I live here, I was born over there. We're all over the place, many of us, but there is part of the country that understands this generational idea. I don't know why we don't.
1: It goes back to estate planning, because when you're talking about the the Midwest and things like that, you're talking about a lot of land.
0: Land, like
1: Land. And so the estate planning laws are really different based on uh, even with estate taxes. So you're dealing. You're going to be dealing with estate tax, and a lot of times when you're trying to avoid that estate tax, uh, exi- or exclusion, or right. you're trying to make sure, like like right now, it's uh, around twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. If your estate is under twelve million dollars, you're not worried about. Uh, if it's under twelve million dollars, you're not worried about estate taxes. Right. If it's over. Twelve million dollars. Then yes, you're going to be dealing with estate tax.
0: And many of these farms back there that have been passed down generation to generation. Exactly. Oh my goodness, they're worth exactly. a lot of money. So it's a different mindset, Paul.
1: It's a different frequency. Whereas if you're in the suburbs and you're in the, you know, you're in the city. In the city. You're not really thinking about that because again, even you can ask people that you know right now. Uh, hey, what is the estate tax ex- exclusion? The federal estate taxes or the gift tax exclusion? They can't tell you, no, because it's not a concern. But I tell you what: if you go to, if you're in rural America, and you're dealing with a farm owner, they'll tell you to the penny what it is.
0: They know, because <laughs> they want they don't want to lose the farm. The farm has don't been want there to lose for the farm. You, you watch, like that series Yellowstone, that dramatized thing. But I. So what I'm saying is forces.
1: that we got to take this from a macro uh, viewpoint, take it down to a micro, and that we don't want to lose the house. We don't want to lose the house. So, if the house is 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 five hundred thousand to a million dollars, and we know that we can pass this down to the next generation, and we can use it as an income-producing asset, that's generational wealth. If we can use, to that. If we can use it now, we can use this house uh, to help pay for college education. I use this in what the word that I like to use is leverage. If you We leverage, can leverage yeah. this property to create capital, then. That's working capital that we can use for other things, and, and 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 subsequently, Paul, the trust can literally become a bank for the family.
0: See, I, you have to. We're out of time to talk about that one, but that's the future. How do you leverage things? I'd love to hear more about that. I'll give you a quick little funny story. I don't want to drag it out, but my grandson and I were out playing in the back in the field. And he saw this big rock he wanted to dig up. So we're pulling it, pulling it, nothing. He got the bright idea. He didn't realize what he was doing. He got a stick, and he mm-hmm. stuck it under there. And suddenly when we pushed down on the stick, the rock popped up. I said leverage. Leverage. It, and so the power of leverage, of using something to move something else, uh, is a misunderstood. We don't think of it in terms of financial terms, but that's what you're saying. The house you know, can even, leverage. Even
1: last week we talked about uh, network marketing, which yeah. a lot of people don't. They, they hate that word. So, just think about it as, as you're building a network. I mean, you think about Oprah Winfrey, she built oh, a network. Yeah. If you think about uh, ABC or NBC, OC uh, CBS, Talk Radio, we built a network. Are, OC Talk Radio, those are networks. Right. They're networks which have, which are using leverage based on uh, the host yeah. and the guests. You're, you're using leverage based on topics and you're interjecting, you're interjecting ideas. Uh, that you would have never thought about, and now you're able to capitalize on those ideas. That's leverage, yeah. and it's an asset. It's a it's a it's a source of it's of information that you can use to create an asset with.
0: So one of the coaches' thing you want to train is how to use leverage. I, I picture that training how to how to use the leverage of those weights to build up your muscles to how to leverage to lift something like my grandson did uh, to leverage. To, I have this, which allows me to do that, to move So that. let's
1: use a living trust as leverage for generational wealth for your kids and your grandkids. Because what COVID exposed is that a lot of people were not prepared right. for that death. And they didn't have a will and they didn't have a trust. And the numbers, the, the cases that are increasing in, in probate court bears that out never thought the of statistics that. prove it the articles prove it and again just go online and just google it and you'll see it so don't put yourself in that position don't but be a statistic I would say, again i am not an attorney but you everybody in the united states every i mean it and some people don't think that that children uh should 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 have a will yeah they don't think that kids should have a will but you got to think about this paul we're living in the age of the internet. And you got kids now that are making hundreds and thousands of dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. Crazy. Off
1: of the internet.
0: Crazy. Influencers.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So they basically can put they're in a the position right now where some of these kids are making more money than their parents.
0: I'll tell you one of the plans that we did do when our daughter was younger, and I it was disturbing me when somebody raised this, but we did do it is um to have a sick uh, I don't know what you call it but in your will you say what happen- if something happens to me what happens to my little kids who's going to raise them my brother my cousin my uncle because if you don't if there is nobody if you die in a car crash tomorrow you and your wife and you got or you're raising them by yourself and you got kids that are minors they immediately go into foster care until somebody can figure this out, and you have to fight. To grandma does not they don't automatically go with grandma or your brother or whatever unless it's in your will and specified.
1: That was a great point that you brought up. I mean, matter of fact, you beat me to the point, uh, the punch because I was going to go. ahead, We only got a few more minutes, but I yeah. was going to let people know that having a living trust or having a will is not just about your assets. Yes, like you said, it, it provides guardianship. And again, going back to that single, right. uh, that single mother who passes away and she probably wants maybe a family member to raise those kids but no the state's going to determine that unless you have a will to specify guardianship exactly. another thing about having a, a a trust a living trust is that it provides conservatorship now what do i mean by that let's say if you're incapacitated and again you can't even you can't even perform your activities of daily living and your living trust you've already designated Who's going to be the, the conservator of your affairs, of your state? And here's the thing. A lot of people will go into, they'll they'll have an illness. Uh, and now they have to go to a convalescent home or whatever. And they're convalescing. And let's say if it took three months, six months, whatever, whatever, however long it took for you to get back on your feet. But there was nobody there that you designated to have a maybe a power of attorney for your finances. And none of your bills got paid none, of, none of, nothing was taken care of Now you're well but you came back to a financial nightmare yes so your trust alleviates all of that so it's not just about protecting your assets or protecting uh, your property so that you don't go through probate you're designating uh, a, a, a a successor trustee a beneficiary something happens to you conservatorship, guardianship, All of those things.
0: And what are we talking about? Is it a million dollars to do a trust? Ten thousand dollars to do a trust? What's it cost? Thousand? No,
1: no. I mean, you can get you can get a decent trust, Paul, for about a thousand bucks. See, for about a thousand bucks, you can get a you can get a trust with all the whistles and bells for around five thousand dollars. Depends on how you want that trust drafted. But I'm telling you, the cost of not doing the trust could be thousands of dollars
0: thousands more than you want to calculate
1: the average probate cost is eight percent so you put that eight percent based on what is your property worth let's say if your property again is worth seven hundred thousand dollars what's eight percent of seven hundred thousand when you could have just spent maybe fifteen hundred two thousand dollars to take care of that whole situation
0: words to the wise keep telling us keep reminding us coach keep pointing us keeping our truth in front of us here how do they reach you if they want to find out more about any of this stuff here
1: Again, I want you to go to closingthewealthgap.net and, and again, follow us, you know, uh, support us, um, but also go to tyronefrench.coach and just click on services and you'll find a drop down that will specifically, uh, there's a video there that literally talks about living trust. Mm. And again, if you want to get a trust, I can help you with that too. But again, d- we want to start the dialogue to where you can talk to your attorney, you know, talk to your advisor about setting up a trust or at least a will and
0: again you're my advisor i don't have any advisors i just got some crazy cousins i don't know you're you're the advisor
1: <laughs> well again we just want to get you started if, I mean, if you don't if you don't help if you don't get help from us what i'm saying is get help from
0: somebody 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 well, I hope that we've all learned from somebody special here today, Tyrone French. We appreciate you always. You never give up on us, even when we shock you and say, I don't, I didn't, I, I know I should. You don't scold us and say, well, get out of here. You know, you're the coach. Okay, let's, let's regroup. Let's, let's do it again. Let's. Well, I tell you what, final word, this is, here's my final thought. Yeah.
1: Everybody just, you know, pick up, everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody's got one of these things. You know, you got a cell phone. Pick up this cell phone and just text Tyrone French to three six two six zero. You're gonna have my app. You're gonna have my my entire business in the palm of your hand. And just click on where it says Living Trust. And if you want to contact me, there's a button. It that that says Contact. Just hit that button. I can email. We can text. We can talk. We can we can zoom. We can we can get this done.
0: And you can be prepared. Thank you, you sir. Prepared. All right. We prepare for next week. I want to hear more about leverage. One of these days, how to use leverage? What is leverage? And how? What you've talked about? Insurance is leverage. I never thought of a living trust as leverage. The house can be leveraged. Uh, your life. I said earlier, life insurance. You can get something that allows you to get something else, like maybe credit.
1: Your IRA can be leveraged. There you go. So yeah, great stuff. It's a powerful subject. And maybe we'll uh, we'll bring that in. We'll we'll acclimate that. Uh, uh, maybe probably. Next couple of shows. Okay, because most of us never
0: week. think about leverage. We think about just what have I got, and that's it. I hold it. I got this. I got this house. I got this bank account. I never think of how I can use this to get that. That's you the next topic. Get,
1: get that will, get that living trust, and focus on leveraging.
0: Got it. See you next time.
1: Thanks, Paul.
0: That's our show for this week. Closing the Wealth Gap, the one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.